Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Today, in service to our duty to the Constitution and to our country, the House Committee on the Judiciary is introducing two articles of impeachment charging the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, with committing high crimes and misdemeanors. President Trump abused the power of his office by conditioning two official acts to get Ukraine to help his reelection. The release of hundreds of millions of dollars in military aid that nation desperately needed, and a White House meeting with an ally trying to fend off Russian aggression. This is a very historic day, so I hope you understand how historic and important this day is. This is one of the most historic days in history, not just because the Democrats have launched articles of impeachment or announced articles of impeachment, two of them, all two of them against Donald J. Trump, but because what you are witnessing now today is 100 percent without any kind of question in my mind or the mind of anyone else. You are watching live in person on CNN, on Fox News, the demise, decline and death of the Democrat Party. This is the funeral mass, the death knell, the final rites, if you will, of the Democrat Party as it's been as it's been known for the last gosh, what, 100 years or so? In fact, we should, you know, we really need like a preacher to come up with like, you know, with the whole sermon, you dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to pay our final respects to the Democratic Party. Its demise has long been expected and while the party has been suffering for some time, it's uh, its end came quickly. And abruptly, we take time today to remember not what the Democratic Party became, but what it once was a significant part of American political uh, landscape and a strong yet often misguided guardian of big government. And yes, like all things, like all things that at one time seemed unshakable, they too became afflicted with a disease. A growth, a small tumor of socialism that grew and spread and soon took over until all hope was lost. And the once great party of Kennedy and Truman and Roosevelt was just a shell of its former self. The Democrats today are dead, slain by by socialism, poisoned by communist ideals, communist ideals that ironically claimed those who adopted them as their first victims. The dementia that overtook the Democratic Party in the late stages of this disease caused them to blindly attack their political rivals without provocation or without merit. Like bloodthirsty zombies or or rabid wolves, they weaponized whatever political part power was granted to them. And in a hapless effort to fight an imaginary demon, they ended up accidentally doing themselves in. That is why today is a historic day in history. That is why you are witnessing not just the fourth Articles of impeachment to be brought upon upon a president, but the end of one of the largest, most prominent and most, I would say, I don't even I don't know how to describe them, craziest political parties uh, that the world has ever known, because after today, now that they have gone through everything 
Now that they have gone through everything, every single uh, transcript that Donald Trump released of the phone call, every single witness that they continue to berate and, 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 and question, every single lawyer that came forward and, and tried to, you know, explain away the lack of evidence, uh, the lack of, 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 of motive, you know, the lack of, of opportunity. You know, even though you have the Ukrainian president, the person that was supposedly the victim in this crime, it wasn't Joe Biden. He wasn't the victim. It wasn't Donald Trump. The victim in this crime was the president of the Ukraine and indeed the entire Ukraine itself. The country of Ukraine was supposed to be the victim in this whole scenario. And in the end, they were not. They even said, hey, we're doing great. We got our money. We're cool, man. We're fine. Don't worry about it at all. And now you have the Democrats. The Democrats are sitting there ready to impeach a president. And all they're going to be doing is signing their own death warrant. Man, they are at time of death, uh, 10, 11 a.m. on December the 10th, 2019. There's no coming back from this. This is going to show every single moderate, every single independent, every single libertarian, every single Trump Democrat, what the party actually is, what the party has become. And when you start using the Constitution, when you start using your political power as a weapon, when you don't use it for what it was meant to, and the Constitution is very specific. The United States of America is a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. The Democrats look at the Constitution and the powers granted to them by the Constitution as a, a government of the Democrats, by the Democrats, and for the Democrats. And anything that does not suit their party, whether it's lower taxes or strong borders or trade agreements or, or states' rights or individual rights for that matter, Anything at all that does not suit them and their party, they use that constitutional power to destroy it. They use it as a sword and they attack. They use it as, as a weapon of mass destruction and they are destroying, they are massively destroying themselves, their credibility, their history, their future. The Democrats who won election, all of the House of Representatives, all of the Democrats, the blue wave that came through, they all ran on one thing and one thing only. They ran on impeaching Donald Trump. So they, it was inevitable that this was going to happen. Now it's here. The articles of, of impeachment are out. The articles of impeachment will be voted on. Donald Trump will be impeached by the Democrats. And that will be the last slightly significant thing that the Democratic Party ever does. Because after this, they will have lost all power. They're going into an election with no viable candidates. Upon the death of the Democratic Party, they leave behind no heir. There is no heir to pick up where they left off. There is no heir to take care of the estate. There is no heir to get this great inheritance and build on it. They have nobody left. Half of the people running for the, uh, the Democratic nomination are socialists. They're not even dead. They're proudly socialist. They, they relate more to the communist regime, regimes in Russia than they do to any of the founding fathers. And the rest of them, the rest of them are too weak, too powerless, and too gosh darn old to do anything at all that would even bring them close to defeating Donald Trump. It is a historic day for sure, not because 
Donald Trump has been uh, has been found guilty of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. <laughs> it's because you are watching the end of the Democratic Party. And if you know anyone who's a Democrat, if you know anyone who votes Democrat, if you know anyone who's staunchly liberal, call them today. Make sure they're OK. Send them some flowers. Bake them a casserole and take it over, you know, and say, listen, we're here for you in your time of need. We understand you may be sad. Whenever something this important to you is gone forever, whenever there's a death in the family, if you will, whenever you lose something that that you deem to be important, it's tough. And even though you may not agree with your liberal friends or relatives, even though you may not understand your liberal friends or relatives, even though you secretly despise them for trying to make this place a much harder, much more difficult, much more socialist place for you to live. Understand that this is a big day for them because they have lost the one thing that many of them have clung to for decades, and that is the Democratic Party. Send them a card, you know, that offer to mow their lawn, maybe start a GoFundMe page because they're going to need they're going to need all the help they can get from here on out. 855-765-1045, 855-765-1045. We have a couple more things about this whole, about the articles of impeachment here and what's been going on in Washington, D.C. since then and how the Democrats, now that they've announced the articles of impeachment, are trying to pretend to actually continue to govern. We have Donald Trump's reaction and we have your reaction, most importantly. Open mic messages, phone calls, 855-765-1045. Quick break, more of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. Are you at home or sitting at your desk at work? Either way, watch The Mark K Show live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. This is The Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Breaking news, breaking news. Trump is going to win huge impeachment or not. There's nothing they can do. It's done. He's won. The election is over. Snowflakes cry again soon. <laughs> so much about that to love. Uh, it's the Mark K Show, 855-765-1045. If you ever want to leave us an open mic message, I got that proof right there that we can't, we don't, we don't even edit them. We just throw them on the air. 855-765-1045 or go to our, uh, go to our open mics, uh, the feature in our uh, downloadable mobile app. You can go to the Google Play Store or iTunes. Look for 104.5 WOKV Jacksonville's News and Talk. Hit download. if free. It's free. It's the only thing we do that's free around here because, uh, you know, we're not socialists. 855-765-1045. So if you missed it, the articles of impeachment have been introduced. Jerry Nadler and uh, Adam Schiff came out this morning and they said, look, there's two articles of impeachment. Obstruction of Congress, which is uh, which is one of the most BS things I've ever heard in my entire life. And then, of course, before that was abuse of power. Donald Trump abusing his power to garner political uh, to uh, to dig up dirt on Joe Biden, of course, one of his political adversaries by strong arming the Ukraine. Again, none of that happened. None of it has been proven. But as we all know from the I mean, as we know, because we've read the Constitution and as unfortunately a, a handful of Democrats know, they don't need any proof. They don't need any kind of corroboration. They just need votes. You know, and that is that's one of the that's one of the things and I don't complain a lot about the Constitution. And I don't complain a lot about the founding fathers, because let's be honest, they were under duress. They just fought a war. You know, they're trying to build a country. They didn't even have the Internet. There was no free Wi-Fi. They couldn't Google, you know, hey, what do we need to put in our Constitution? They had to come up with it all on their own. And they were arguing, too. Plus, they were all wearing wigs. It's very uncomfortable. And so I don't fault them for anything. But there are a couple of problems with the Constitution that I wish we could remedy or, had, you know, if, if I could go back in time and hang out with 
uh, you know, James Madison and Alexander Hamilton and everybody else be like, you know what, I, maybe based on what I know coming from 2020 or 2019, a couple suggestions. One would be, you know how you focus a lot on impeaching the president? We need a lot of powers in there for impeaching other people, too. Because what happens is you get a lot of folks in the House of Representatives and even the Senate and even other branches of government and the U.S. Supreme Court. They start to abuse their power. And the focus is because I mean, and you think about it, it's not their fault. Look, they just overthrown uh, the, uh, the 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 king of England. They just they kicked the king of England out of his own colony. They said, we do not want a, a dictator. We do not want a monarch. We don't want a king. We want a government of the people, by the people, for the people. We want that. So they were really focused on the leadership. The president is the president, but not a king. The president is the president, but not a monarch. No one family will ever rule over this country forever. That's not how it works. And they were, they were zeroed in on that. Man, they were that was their number one primary goal was to get that right. And in doing so, they maybe left the little couple things out. Like, for example, this really vague description of impeachment, high crimes and misdemeanors or pretty much whatever else you guys want. Well, this falls under the pretty much whatever you guys want category. What do we want? We want Donald Trump impeached. Why? Because we don't like the guy. And if you're Nancy Pelosi, you hate him, despite what she told that reporter. And so that's why we've gotten to this point. And I, I, yes, there are, the Constitution's great. Is it perfect? Meh. You know, eh. I wish there were articles of impeachment in there for the House of Representatives, specifically the Speaker of the House or committee members. But again, this is something that goes on and on and on. And, and it is very important that we keep checks and balances on the president. But when those checks and balances are used not as checks and balances, but as poison darts to take out people that you don't like, then that becomes a problem. 855-765-1045. Jason and Yuli. What's up, Jason? How are you, Lee? I'm all right. How are you doing? Love uh, your show, man. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. What did you want to say today on the uh, impeachment day slash the uh, death of the Democratic Party day? Oh, they fell for it. They, they fell. fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Thing, yeah, I think the whole obstruction thing was Trump telling his staff members not to talk to them, so they would do this. So now he can get before the Senate and call his own witnesses. And other people be held accountable. Yeah. I, you know, my opinion. I was just listening when I was in here uh, preparing, and thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. When I was in here preparing for the show, they had uh, Brian Kilmeade on, and he was talking to somebody. I wasn't really paying attention. But whoever he was talking to, his guest said it was some, I guess it was a senator. Uh, I forget which one. He said, look, I think that in the Senate and in the House of Representatives, you're going to see more Democrat attrition to the other side than Republican, because that's the thing. Everyone's all worried now. OK, we know he's going to get impeached. But then what happens in the Senate? Will Mitt Romney, uh, you know, will Mitt Romney be the flip? Will he start a whole contingent of never Trumpers that are going to vote against Trump? And this senator was saying, look, dude, you're going to see it's the other way around. There's going to be more Democrats that are going to look at this and say, I can't for the life of me. I can't for the life of me vote for impeachment. This is not what the Constitution is for. This is not what impeachment's for. This is not what the framers had in mind. Donald Trump really didn't do anything. And I can't put my name on something like that. He thinks there's going to be more Democrats uh, flipping and voting with the Republicans than the other way around. And I tend to agree with that because I know that not look, not every Democrat is bad. Not every Democrat is soulless. Not every Democrat has has ripped out their heart and burned it and taken the ashes and 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 you know FedEx them to the devil uh, in exchange for you know I don't know what cool points with the millennials I don't know what not every Democrat is like that some Democrats somewhere 
hopefully the ones that have been elected to office have morals, have standards, have their own opinions, and have the cojones to stand up to Nancy Pelosi, who is a tiny little drunken, frail woman and shouldn't scare anybody. Um, hopefully they, hopefully there's at least a couple because I think that would really be telling and that would be a way for them to step forward and say, Hey, you know what? Look, this party's dead and whatever the new party is that rises from the ashes, we feel like we have the wherewithal to be leaders in that party. Maybe that's what's going to happen. Or they're just going to, they're just going to fall in line like the sheep they are, like the cat. They're just going to moo. They're going to follow Nancy Pelosi and Jerry Nadler, and they're just going to follow the herd right into the slaughterhouse. Maybe that's the way. Maybe that's better for everybody. 855-765-1045. Gene Rex, Mac, Patrick, Michael, everybody, stay tuned. We're going to get to your phone calls here in just a minute. More of your open mic messages coming up. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. We'll be right back. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Amen, Mark. Amen. That was well said. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. I absolutely love how the Democrats keep saying, and just remember, no one's above the law. I wonder if Barr and Durham just smile every time they hear that because I think they're going to prove it. I'll tell you what, man, the whole above the law is going to bite him in the butt. Remember that when we talked about the nuclear option, remember when the Democrats wanted to pass Obamacare without any kind of filibustering or any kind of debate? So in order to close debate, they used the nuclear option or really instituted the nuclear option of only needing 51 votes to close off debate. And then the, the Republicans were like, all right, well, we're going to do the same gosh darn thing when we get the power. And they did uh, for for taxes. Well, that was great. And now um, I, I feel like the same thing's going to happen. You know, they don't they don't ever learn from their mistakes in Washington. And, you know, it's not just Democrats. A lot of Republicans don't learn from their mistakes either. That's why Donald Trump became the president, because they the Republicans were running the same old campaigns that they used to run, the same old campaigns that Bush ran and the same old campaigns that, you know, uh, Gerald Ford and Nixon ran. They were running the same old stuff. Um, it wasn't until it wasn't until Donald Trump came around and said, look, you can't do that. It's a, the, the times are changing. You've got to run a different kind of campaign if you want to win. And he won. And now the Democrats are doing the same thing. They're coming up with all of these. They've now used impeachment the way no one else has ever used it. They've introduced articles of impeachment against the president who has done nothing impeachable. They've done it simply because they didn't like the outcome of the election. And what they've done now is set precedent. They have set precedent. So guess what happens next time? Next time a Democrat, if, if it ever happens, which they are making it more and more difficult by the day, if ever a Democrat should ever be elected president again, and there is a Republican House of Representatives, which there will be, maybe not the first two years, but there's always that shift two years into the term of a president. It's a it's a cyclical thing. We see it every single time. It's why Bill Clinton was impeached, because the Republicans came in and swept through the House. They made a contract with America and they impeached uh, President Bill Clinton. It was his second term, so guess what? He didn't have to rerun. He didn't have to run for re-election anyway. But the fact of the matter is that this is going to happen again. If there's a Democratic president and there's a Republican House of Representatives, the precedent has been set, and the Republicans can do whatever they want. They can railroad, steamroll. They can, they can, what do you call it? This is a cinder block wall. I don't even know if that's the thing. They can just, they can just bitch slap the Democrats all they want, and they can introduce articles of impeachment for 
the most ridiculous stuff and impeach any future president. And if anybody complains and if anybody whines and if anybody says you can't do that, they can point back to December 10th, 2019, when Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler got up in front of the cameras and said today in service to our duty to the Constitution and to our country. The House Committee on the Judiciary is introducing two articles of impeachment charging the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, with committing high crimes and misdemeanors. High crimes and misdemeanors. The high crimes of abuse of power and the high crimes of obstruction of Congress. This is like charging, this is like putting somebody on trial for jaywalking or fishing without a license. For those of you in Palatka, so that you can understand what I'm talking about. This is the kind of stuff that is, that is going to bite them in the butt. And I, and I, I hope to God, I don't ever hope, I, you know, I would never wish on this country because I love it so much, a Democrat in the White House. But when that happens, I hope to God there are enough Republicans Republicans that are petty enough and and, you know, strong enough and and just vindictive enough to impeach the bastard for no reason other than being a Democrat, because that's exactly what's happening today. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Rex in Jacksonville. Rex, thanks for calling the Mark K show. How are you? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you? Oh, doing great, man. Uh, what do you want to say today, Rex? First, I want to start. You know, remember that uh, cartoon, Quick Draw McGraw? Quick Draw McGraw. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, didn't he have a little sidekick who looked like Nadler? <laughs> Me? Okay, that I have to Google. <laughs> quick, yeah, I think he's got a little puppy dog that runs behind him. He looks like Nadler and Schiff together right quick. there. It just reminds me. Every time I see him with them wrinkles down his face, that big black line on TV down there, it just reminds me of that dog. But anyway, I just wanted to know, if when Trump blows him out at this trial, are we going to have to go through the therapy dog with the candle and everybody getting out of school again? <laughs> the the walkouts and stuff like that. I mean... Yeah, look, it's not over. I mean, don't, don't think it's not over. We got four more years of this stuff. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. What's, what's going to happen is Donald Trump's going to get impeached by the Congress probably this week, if not early next week. You know, whenever they can pencil it in. Then it's going to go to trial. There's going to be a trial in the Senate. The senators are going to call all sorts of witnesses, and they're going to call all sorts of, uh, you know, like the Bidens and the this and the that and the whistleblower, and it's going to be a big battle. Then there's going to be a vote. Everybody's going to vote nay. And Donald Trump will hold a rally somewhere, like, you know, some, somewhere real. I think Donald Trump's going to hold a rally somewhere really, really blue. When when the when the uh, House when the Senate votes to clear his name and the trial comes to a to it comes to a screeching halt and Donald Trump is still president, I guarantee that rally ooh is going to be either in New York somewhere and don't think that there's not a lot of Republicans in New York. There are. If you go north of New York City, it is it is as red as you can imagine. If you go near Buffalo. Batavia, New York, uh, you know, any place to the any place to the to the to the north um, of New York City, you're going to be inundated with Trump supporters or it's going to be California, which is also only blue in the major centers. But I can see Donald Trump marching right into L.A. I can see Donald Trump marching right into San Francisco and calling a rally and getting tens of thousands of people right there in Nancy Pelosi's backyard. To, to rally for him, to stand out in the feces-covered streets and wait for tickets to see him so that they can show support for him in, in the bluest state in the nation, in the, ba- in, in the, in the witch's uh, you know, it would, it would layer, if you will. 
I would love to see that happen, and I guarantee they're already making plans. In fact, tonight in Hershey, Pennsylvania, a swing state, a state that Donald Trump won handedly against Hillary Clinton, and a state that every single Democrat was leading in until about two weeks ago, and now guess who's leading in Pennsylvania? The one and only Donald Trump. He is going to be there tonight rallying people around the anti-impeachment effort. He is going to be there tonight bad-mouthing and back-talking and describing once again how evil and horrible these people are, how they've taken your constitution, my constitution, your country, my country, your government, my government, your vote, my vote, dug a hole, thrown them in there, done horrible things on top of it, and buried it, and then lit a fire on top of it. And then drove over it with like a, with like a, like a, you know, a, what do you call it? A, 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 a Prius. Anyway, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen tonight. That's Donald Trump in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Also, don't think that this impeachment uh, hearing or these articles of impeachment weren't specifically timed to land within 24 hours of the IG report landing. Because the IG report is the Mueller report for Democrats. The, IG, the Mueller report came out and Donald Trump ran around yelling, no collusion, you know, no obstruction. And the Democrats were like, whoa, whoa, whoa you're, you're misreading this report. The IG report is the same thing. It's 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 Horowitz saying the FBI had no bias. There was no bias. There was no underlying plan to uh, to to railroad President Trump's campaign. And now you've got the Republicans saying, whoa, whoa, that's not true. And the Democrats don't want that to be the storyline. So they're like, quick, let's you know what? We're going to impeach him anyway. Let's announce the articles of impeachment today so that people can be swayed away from the IG report so that William Barr's comments will just be forgotten. So that whatever Donald Trump says about that will have to be sidelined so that he can answer back about these impeachment articles. And it doesn't matter because, by, I mean, the, the, by tomorrow it's going to be something. It's it's just crazy how quickly all this stuff moves. 855-765-1045. Speaking of both of those, Andrew's in Ponte Vedra. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. Thank you so much. I just want to let you know my, my wife, my daughter, and I listen to you every day, and we love your program. Oh, wow. Well, I, I'm very appreciative of, of you and your wife and that you're brainwashing your daughter. That's awesome. <laughs> She's 10 years old, and we're, we've started early. Hey, uh, quick point. I wanted to let <laughs> yeah. you know. One, uh, when I was at the rally in Sunrise, I left a quick, um, you know, the, the uh, I sent you that note, uh, the voicemail, and I, I said, listen, I'll get back to you on it. Every person under the sun was there. There were couples there. There were there was a hippie sitting in front of me, and she was screaming louder than I was. It, it had every type of person, and it, and it really re, reinforced the belief that Trump appeals to every walk of life, and it was a great rally. And then, and then, secondly, I think of Trump kind of like uh, Obi Wan Kenobi being struck down. He said, "Saying I'm going to be more powerful after this than I was before." I think Trump <laughs> yeah. is going to be the most famous president in the world ever because of what the Democrats are doing. He'll be next to Abraham Lincoln. Trump will be known that way. You know, it is it's a self-fulfilling prophecy when you get up there and say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and we're going to make America great again and I'm going to be the greatest president ever. It it almost it almost like the universe opens up itself and says, you know what? OK, fine, let's make it happen. But you're right about that. And thanks for that voicemail. We appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> the Obi-Wan Kenobi myth. It's probably it's probably accurate. You know, if you thought he was a Jedi running Jedi mind tricks on people beforehand, just you wait until after impeachment. If you thought that the power of the uh, of the, of his base of the of Trump voters was if you thought that was a powerful voting block beforehand, just wait until afterward, because not only 
not only are the Democrats showing what they truly believe, what they truly believe is the most important thing in our country today, which is not health care, is not border security, is not the economy, is not strong military, uh, you know, a strong military. It's not any of those things. They think the most important thing is getting rid of Donald Trump. And instead of doing it the way you're supposed to, which is finding a candidate, coming up with an agenda that appeals to the American people, and then going out and campaigning and showing to them why you're a better choice to lead this country than the alternative, instead of doing that, they're just going to try to impeach Donald Trump. And when they fail, they will be probably more powerless than they have made Donald Trump powerful. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark Show. More of your phone calls and open mics coming up on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the WOKV app. And he'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way. Send one in. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. <laughs> Hi. Hey, I just switched off the radio because I refuse to listen to those lying sacks of crap lying to the American public. And uh, you've got to put it on your air. So I guess I'll tune in maybe later when Rush is on. Yeah, it's going to be 12 noon today. Also, probably I'm guessing he's going to play the same. He's going to probably play the same clip. At least once, at least one, maybe not multiple. I played it twice and I do apologize for that. But hey, like, you know what? The news is the news and you can't make fun of people unless you let people know what they said first. So we have to. We, and, I, and I don't like to. Here's the thing. I don't like to be misquoted. Um, and so I just uh, whenever you can play a clip of me, you know, to your friends, you can be like, oh, my God, did you hear what Marquez said? Let me just play it for you. That would be better for me because then they can hear me in my own words. Uh, and I and I, you know, and I, I, I think that everybody deserves that. So when you're talking about how ridiculous and how stupid and how juvenile and how petty the Democrats are, I don't just want to paraphrase it. I'd like you to hear it for yourself. But if that offends you, totally get it. And uh, and like I said, noon today, uh, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, really like noon 06, noon 07, because we got the news first. Uh, Gene in Phoenix. Hey, Gene, how are you? Hi, it's Gene, Mark. Thanks. I'm doing great. I think this impeachment thing could possibly go after Pence. Mm-hmm. And since uh, Nancy Pelosi was the main sponsor of Agenda 21, the U.N. takeover of the United States, this could be a plan ahead of time to take them out of power so they could take that power. Yeah, except there's no way that they're going to remove both the president and the vice president. There's no way they're going to remove either one of them. I mean, the, the, the big problem Nancy Pelosi had, look, she's got big goals, right? She's got big goals, big ego. She's got a big wet bar in her office. What she doesn't have is the power to remove the president of the United States. She doesn't have the Senate. And as much as she wishes that she were all powerful, as much as she wishes that she were, you know, the great Oz or or God or, uh, you know, I don't know. What, who's the guy from the Avengers who killed everybody? What was his name? He took over the universe with like one Thanos. Thanos. Thank you. Thanos. Yeah. Uh, as much as she wish, wishes she were any of those people, she's not. She's just that old lady from San Francisco. And she can't she can't do everything. She needs the Senate to get rid of the president. I bet, you know, I sometimes bet I wish I, I sometimes think Nancy, Nancy Pelosi wishes that we were the other way around, because this is a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of energy for nothing. Um, I bet she wishes, man, you know what? I should have run for Senate because then I can actually kick the bum out of the out of office. That's probably what she's thinking of. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Greg in Jacksonville. Hey, Greg, thanks for calling the Marquee show. How are you? Pretty good, sir, and you? Oh, doing really well. Beautiful. What? 
It's beautiful out here. Oh, are you With out the there? Light wind. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, about sixty six five degrees out, sunshine, not a cloud anywhere to be seen. Oh yeah. Oh, watch out, Mike Burris, man. This is my question from one of you superior knowledge people. Does Donald Trump have any recourse against this? In other words, can he file a major lawsuit against Nancy Pelosi or against uh, Chuck Schumer or against uh, Shifty Shift? I mean, look, I you, te- technically, technically, you can file a lawsuit for anything, but it's probably going to get thrown out of court, or you know, you have to you uh-huh. have to judge the winnable the the winnability, I guess, of your lawsuit. Look, I don't think he's there. He has any recourse. There's nothing in the Constitution. If he's going to get impeached, he can get impeached. If the votes are there, the votes are there, and it seems like the votes are there. The only recourse he has is the Senate. And again, that was one of the genius things that they did when they wrote the Constitution. They said, not only do you need the Senate to remove a president from office, but you also need a majority, two thirds majority. So it's not just 51 votes or 50 votes. You know, they don't just need one or two never Trumpers like Mitt Romney to flip. They need, they would need 20. They would need 20 Republicans to basically lay down their political careers, to basically say, I am done not only being a senator for my great state, but I am done being a Republican. Because if I flip my vote and remove Donald Trump from office, I know that I will be the most hated person in my state. And Donald Trump's base, which probably is also your base, is going to vote you out of office faster than you can say uh, Nancy Pelosi is a drunk. So that's that's why it's impossible for him to be removed. Two, three, four votes, doesn't matter. You need 20, and it's not going to happen. So the only recourse Donald Trump has against impeachment is to not be removed from office. Impeachment, I mean, it's a done deal. It was a done deal as soon as Donald Trump was elected. As soon as Donald Trump was elected, it was a done deal. When he actually put his hand on the Bible and he was sworn into office as president, that was the beginning of the countdown for the inevitability of impeachment. But it's not going to matter because and it's really in a way it's really great for Donald Trump because you want to talk about solidifying yourself in history. He's going to do that. Impeached, not removed, reelected. Never been done before. Probably will never be done again. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Got to take a quick break. More of the Mark K show is coming up on one zero four point five WOKV Jacksonville's news and talk. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Today, in service to our duty to the Constitution and to our country, the House Committee on the Judiciary is introducing two articles of impeachment charging the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, with committing high crimes and misdemeanors. President. Ah, sorry, we're having technical difficulties. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-104. Let's get back to the phones because I think those are working. This is Steve in Orange Park. Steve, hi, how are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Yeah, Steve, uh, this is Steve in Orange Park. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How's it going? Man, you're on fire today. Just keep kicking tail. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> I got uh, the... Uh, my analysis of this whole thing is for the past uh, since the past two three years is that the Democrat Party has contracted cancer of the soul. Mm. Their their hatred 
their anger, their jealousy are so consuming them that that cancer has metastasized. And right now, I'm getting my gold thread on meat flag ready to go up on my flight pole. You're getting your what flag? They do that. The, the uh, don't tread on me. Oh, the don't tread on me flag. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. And uh, so, but they, it is. It's got to be cancer of the soul. Yeah. They have lost it. They have completely lost it. It's interesting. And and is, you go ahead. This is a day, like you say, this is a day that will go in history as a day of infamy. Yeah. Hey, uh, Steve, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Listen, there's a couple things that uh, that uh, are true about that is that it, it, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting political lesson, really a lesson for anything in life. If you it's like our good friend Gardner Minshew said yesterday, play less bad, play more good. The Democrats played bad last time. They had Hillary Clinton as their quarterback. They had, you know, no supporting cast. They went out. They didn't even really practice. You know, Hillary Clinton was seen. There were 30 days where she didn't hold a press conference in the middle of a campaign where Donald Trump was making headlines every single day. Donald Trump was doing two, three rallies a day in different states. Hillary Clinton did maybe one rally a week, maybe to a couple of hundred people. She kept tripping and falling and disappearing uh, from from, you know, from from sight. She would she would go days without being seen. And she just she just counted on her superdelegates and and her, you know, her namesake. She just assumed she just assumed that people didn't like Donald Trump, that they didn't think his ideas were they didn't take him seriously when really it was the other way around. They didn't take her seriously. They didn't think you, nobody wants somebody who thinks they're entitled to the presidency to be president. Donald Trump never thought he was entitled to the presidency. He didn't become president because he'd been fighting his whole life. Hillary Clinton woke up when she was like a 16-year-old woman and said, you know what? I'm going to be the first female president. Not, you know what? I'm going to help people or help the economy or, you know, help Americans make a better life for themselves. I'm not going to, you know, when this country is at its, at its lowest point and when this country's really been raked through, you know, over the coals and when when we've had leaders that have just taken advantage of it, really inexperienced leaders who have taken advantage of it. I'm going to come in and I'm going to help out and I'm going to rebuild this country to the greatness that it was supposed to be when the founding fathers, uh, you know, first shot. And, you know, when that when that first gunshot was fired at Concord, New Hampshire, that's it. This is what this country was supposed to be, not what Barack Obama made it. You know, Hillary Clinton didn't do that. All she wanted was for herself to be president. She wanted to be the most powerful person in the world, not for any other reason than because of her ego. And she spent her whole life going to law school and fighting to be the best and marrying a governor and becoming first lady and then moving to New York to become a senator and then becoming, uh, you know, uh, what are you, secretary of state. And then finally stepping up and saying, it's my turn. It's my turn. You gave it to Barack last time. Now it's my turn. I'm going to be the next president. I'm entitled to this. I want this. And you can tell that Hillary was not about America. You can tell by her campaign slogan. Her campaign slogan was ready for Hillary. Her other campaign slogan was I'm with her. Who the hell is she? Donald Trump wants to make America great again. It wasn't ready for Donald you know, it wasn't I'm with him. No one's with him. No one's with her. We're all with America. And that's why Donald Trump's message resonated. That's why when he first walked off the helicopter wearing that red hat that said, make America great again, he basically he basically won the election because Hillary Clinton's rolling around on a bus, signing her books, saying ready for Hillary. No, nope, we're not. Sorry. Get back on the bus and go back to where you came from. That's what happened. And now you've got the, the Democrats doing it all over again. 
they still don't realize that it's not about them. It's not about Nancy Pelosi. It's not about Adam Schiff. It ain't about Hillary. It ain't about Joe Biden. It's about America. And Donald Trump goes to work every single day, not for Donald Trump. Donald Trump, if Donald Trump were going to work every single day for himself, he never would have run. He would have he would have gone back to work at, on The Apprentice or he would have continued to build buildings and casinos or sell steaks and water, whatever. He stepped away from all of that and said, you know, what? this is for America. I'm doing this for America. That's why I want to be president. Hillary Clinton wanted to be president for her resume. That's the big difference. Tim, St. John's County. How you doing, Tim? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Well, thank you very much. And to Mark and to your listeners out there, I just want to make a, a, a little ironic point. Yeah, oh, we love irony. Is that Nadler, Schiff, and Pelosi are quoting Madison, Jefferson, and Hamilton about our Constitution and putting them on a pedestal. However, a few short months ago, they couldn't wait to tear down the statues of these of the our, our founding fathers because of racism. Yeah. Now they're putting them on a pedestal. And that's all I got to say, Mark. It's like Nancy Pelosi's Catholic comments. You know, they're they're Catholic when it's convenient. They're American when it's convenient. They're constitutionalists when it's convenient. You think they're constitutionalists when uh, when there's an issue in front of the Supreme Court that they don't agree with? You think they're going to be constitutionalists when it comes to uh, illegal immigrants voting? You think they're going to be constitutionalists on any any really important item that doesn't fit with their agenda? No, of course not. The Constitution is only there when they need it there. And when it's all about impeachment, well, the Constitution says this is our duty. We are just we're just following through with our constitutionally uh, mandated you know duties to the people of the United States of America. I guarantee that of the three of them, maybe half, maybe half of them, and if it's and if it's Jerry Nadler, that actually counts like a whole person. But if maybe half of them have actually read the entire Constitution of the United States of America, I'm sure they've had it summarized. I'm sure they've asked their staff members what exactly does the Constitution say about impeachment. But I can I imagine that between Jerry Nadler, Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi, maybe one of them has actually read the Constitution, every single word. And probably fewer than one understands what it means. Hey, Steve-O. What's up, Steve-O? How are you? Hey, Mark, man, I love your show, brother. Man, yeah. you have so much input and out, you know, output <laughs> hey input output steve oh i love you i loved you on jackass you were great <laughs> absolutely hey look i'm uh, just nancy pelosi man yeah yeah, yeah i'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a devout catholic please do not use the word hate in my presence because i'm a devout catholic i love trump i pray for trump excuse me i'm late for a pro-abortion rally yeah that's a, that's a, you know, so when we post my uh, I was at my kid's school the other day and I was hanging out and we were like we were you know, fixing the sound system or something because that's what they do. Whenever there's whenever a microphone breaks, guess who gets the call? So I'm over there and uh, and my priest walks up and he goes, hey, I saw your video that you posted on Facebook. And that always makes me nervous because not every video I post on Facebook is something I'd want my priest to see. But it was the one about Nancy Pelosi claiming to be a Catholic. And and then you're right. She leaves and she's like, yeah, uh, we're going to have an anti-abortion rally. I'm sorry, we're going to have a pro-abortion rally later today. But before that, let me come on here and tell you how Catholic I am and how you can tell me uh, how you can't tell me that I hate people because I don't because I'm so Catholic. Um, it's all about what suits them and, and what suits them and how it can benefit them. 
And that's the big difference between Democrats and Republicans. Same thing with term limits. Term limits keeps coming up in our Facebook chat. Everyone's talking about term limits. Term limits don't suit Democrats because Democrats don't want jobs. They don't want careers. They don't want to go out and build something. They want to become career politicians. They want to get elected. They want to go to Washington. They want to have dinners. They want to have these retreats that are paid by all of their, by all of their, uh, you know, all of the, um, uh, you know, it's pharmaceutical companies and the and all these other, you know, uh, groups that that are trying to lobby them. That's what they want to do. They want to live the cush life and they don't want to have to work. And they think that they are they are under the the impression that being a senator, being a congressperson is a lifetime appointment. And it is not. And term limits benefit the Democrats more so than the Republicans. The Republicans don't want term limits. They most Republicans, they go and run for office because they see a problem that they want to fix. And then eventually they retire. Look at Ted Yoho. He's getting out. He's like, look, I've done my part. I've served my time. I'm going back to the private sector where people ain't this crazy. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your phone calls. Everything else coming up here in just a minute. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. He's entertaining, informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Jacksonville's news and talk. keep hearing on the news how this impeachment is running along the same trail as the Clintons. But what they're not telling you is Bill Clinton had nine felonies. That's why he was being impeached. Trump has none. There is a whole bunch of differences between Donald Trump and Nixon and Clinton and everything else. Uh, in the other impeachments, there were actual reasons to impeach the president. I mean, even depending on which side you want. Look, if you're a Republican, of course, there were reasons to impeach Clinton. What he did was he lied to a grand jury. That was the biggest thing. Uh, then, there were, then there were the moral clause. You know, we have we have uh, we have moral moral uh, clauses here in our contracts at the radio station. I'm sure I'm sure the American people have similar moral standards that they'd like their president to live up to. Or at least they did before uh, Bill Clinton came through and just shattered them all. Um, you know, the other thing that happened was with Nixon, Nixon resigned. Nixon resigned because he lost his entire party. The, the Republicans, they saw the evidence because there actually was evidence of wrongdoing. They actually understood what was going on. They saw that, yeah, Nixon was probably uh, right to be removed from office. And they went to him and said, you need to you need to resign or we're going to impeach you. That's why that happened. No Republicans are stepping forward and saying, you know what? All those really biased partisan um, uh, professors and lawyers that you brought forward to testify in the Judiciary Committee, those people were really compelling and they made a great case. And, yeah, you know what? Even though Donald Trump is our president and the leader of our party, we're going to flip flop on him because you guys. Good job. You guys proved your point, man. You guys are experienced and expert litigators because you took me a a non-believer and provided enough evidence and enough uh, enough, you know, theoretic um, intrinsic value to make me believe that Donald Trump is guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors. And I'm now going to vote to get him out. It's not happening. In fact, the opposite is happening. When you had the vote, even just the vote for how this thing, whole thing is going to be run, it was basically party lines. And the vote on impeachment is going to be on party lines. And the vote to remove Donald Trump from office is going to be on party lines. And then what's going to happen is uh, we're going to have a presidential election. And Donald Trump will not only still be the president, but he will probably win. And that's going to do more damage to the Democrats than anything else that could possibly have happened to them. And they have no one to blame 
but themselves. I don't know if you guys want to hear the entire, like I was reading through because we have the articles of impeachment, the whole resolution. And, you know, it's having, you know, impeaching Donald John. I won't read all of them because it's like 14 pages, but it's resolved that Donald J. Trump, president of the United States, is impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors and that the following articles of impeachment be exhibited to the United States Senate. Articles of impeachment exhibited by the House of Representatives of the United States of America in the name of itself and of the people of the United States of America against Donald J. Trump, president of the United States of America in maintenance. And it goes on and on like this. It goes on. But they're talking about, you know, they uh, they talk about how the U.S. House of Representatives have shall have the whole sole power of impeachment. Again, I think a problem that we could uh, probably remedy in the next draft of the Constitution, Constitution 2.0. Because this is definitely something that they have they have now bastardized in in what 200 and gosh almost 50 years. There's no one party has been able to do to a constitutional clause what the Democrats are doing to the articles of impeachment today. And that is something that I mean, that's something that this is probably what the founders never thought could happen. They all you'll always hear Schiff and Nadler say, oh, well, the, the framers of the Constitution, they've this is always what they imagined. When they created the articles of impeachment, this is what they imagined. This is why they put impeachment in the Constitution. They never imagined anything like Nancy Pelosi. Even in a, in a million years, they in a, in a in a million drunken stupors. I don't know how I don't care how much absinthe Thomas Jefferson drank from his journeys in France. He never would have been able to come up with anything that is even closely mirrors what the Democrats are doing to his Constitution and our Constitution. It never would have happened, and it never should happen. 855-765-104. we got to take another quick break. Sorry, we ran long last time. We'll get to your phone calls. Jerry, James, everybody else whose name starts with J, hang tight. We're going to talk to you all here in just a minute. If you're trying to get through 855-765-1045, this is the Marque Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855-765-1045. We got, a, uh, we got an open mic message here that we probably should play because, you know, I mean, you send them, we, we play them. Hey, I'm not a political expert. Can you discuss on air about what happens if Donald Trump does get impeached? How does that work? Yeah, that's a great question and one that comes up a lot. And that's the other thing, too. A lot of people uh, have been following along and really still don't understand the process or know what it's all about. Um, I'm just looking at the Drudge Report. The Democrats are announcing that they're probably going to vote on this early next week is when the full House vote. Well, there'll have to be a vote in the Judiciary Committee, which we know will pass through. And then there's going to be a vote in the whole House. And depending on what happens over the weekend, that should pass as well. Basically, what happens is the Constitution breaks up the, the, the powers to remove a president into both the House of Representatives and the Senate. They don't give one, they don't give one governmental body or one branch of government the entire power. They separate it. So what happens is the first thing uh, that has to happen is the House of Representatives has, has to introduce these articles of impeachment. They have to say, the, the president of the United States has broken the law, has has committed high crimes and misdemeanors, has done something totally unbecoming of a president and should be removed from office. They are basically making the claim. They are basically uh, accusing the president of doing something horrible. 
But as you know, somebody who accuses something shouldn't be the person that also administers the penalty or the punishment. So once they've come up with their articles of impeachment and once they've all voted on it and once the majority of representatives in the House of Representatives, which we all know is Democratic, uh, as soon as that majority votes to impeach Donald Trump, the articles of impeachment then move to the Senate and there is a trial. And it's just like every trial that you see on television. Well, not just like, but there's a trial. There's a judge. It happens to be be Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, John Roberts. He comes in. There's lawyers. There's questioning. There's witnesses. Now, the good part is that in the House of Representatives, the Democrats ran the show. But in the Senate, the Republicans run the show. And so the Republicans will decide who gets to call what witness. And the Republicans will decide how, uh, you know, what line of questioning uh, goes on. And the Republicans will decide when it's time to, to close off debate and vote. And then every single uh, senator gets to vote on whether or not Donald Trump will be removed from office. Impeachment happens in the South, in the in South. Impeachment happens in the House and removal happens in the Senate. If 60 or more, six, yeah, 60 something odd senators vote to remove Donald Trump, he will be removed from office. He will no longer be president of the United States. The vice president will take over. He technically could run again, but probably would not because he would have lost the support of his party, having had 20 some odd Republican senators flip sides and uh, and move to remove him from the White House. I mean, if 20 of your if 20 of your senators don't want you to be president, then odds are you're not going to run again. You're not going to get the nomination. However. If the president is uh, basically deemed innocent by the Senate, and if the Senate votes not to remove Donald Trump, then he just goes back to work, man, continues about his day, continues to make America great, continues to build the wall and redo our trade deals and boost the economy and make all these great relationships and build our military and do everything that he said he was going to do. Lower your taxes. He goes right back to work and he continues to do what he does best. And that is govern over the United States as its chief executive. And then he goes back on the campaign trail and he probably kicks Heine, destroys Joe Biden, destroys Elizabeth Warren, destroys Bernie Sanders, much the way he destroyed Hillary Clinton and 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 Jeb Bush and everyone else who came before him. And and goes down in history as the first president to be impeached by the House and reelected by the American people. And when that happens, the biggest losers in the world are the Democrats, because they will have been totally castrated, not just by the Senate, not just by Donald Trump, but by you, the American people. 855-765-1045. Jerry on the South Side. Hey, Jerry, how's it going? Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I, you know what, Mark? Here's the situation. I've always believed that I wanted that the, 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 the truth would come out yeah. and that light, light would shine in the darkness. Here's the situation. Here's the problem I have with this whole, ironically, it's hypocritical on the Democrats' part. Hillary Clinton, then-candidate Hillary Clinton, paid, paid and bought. Her party paid and bought the Fusion GPS fake dossier to spy on then candidate President Trump. Yeah. The very thing they're the very thing they're accusing the president of doing with with Ukraine is is what she did with the still dossier. 
to try to try. She tried to impugn him as a candidate and say that he was to say that he was already doing things he shouldn't be doing. And the fact of the matter is, is that that's a high crime and misdemeanor, in my opinion. That that right there, the, the fake dossier is the high crime and misdemeanor, in my opinion. The, the Democrats have have a verdict in search of a crime right now. They there is no crime that's been committed, but they already had that verdict in their head since they took since they took power and since they took the the lead in the uh, House of Representatives and uh, you know when they when they became power in the House of Representatives. That's all I have to say. No, you're right, Jerry. You're 100 percent right. And, you know this is let me. I mean, basically, any married people out there, you'll understand what this is. Basically, what this is. This is my wife telling me I always have to get the last word, okay? My wife always says, you always have to get the last word. And then I go, no, I don't. And she goes, see? And it goes on and on like that. Basically what happens, basically what happens is my wife is accusing me of having to get the last word. And what do I do? I say, oh, no, I don't, thus getting the last word and proving that I'm guilty of exactly what she's accusing me of. That's the Democrats and Donald Trump in a nutshell. You know, the Republicans are like, hey, what is this? You colluded with Russia and you uh, the Steele dossier is, is a perfect example of how you worked with a foreign body to interfere in an election. And the Democrats go, no, we did. We don't know. We didn't. You did. Look at this. Blah, 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 blah. That's exactly what's going on here. That's exactly what's going on here. The Democrats are trying to set the dogs are on their tail, man. The scent has been picked up. And what are they doing? They're basically trying to they're screaming and yelling as loud as possible to try to get the dogs to turn around and go the other way. And it, it doesn't work that way because, I mean, we're just not that stupid. <laughs> we're, we're Republicans, not Democrats. James in Jacksonville. Hey, James, how are you? Hey, how you doing, Mark? I'm good, man. Thanks so much for calling, James. How are, what do you want to say, sir? Mark, let this set in for everybody. Let let this set in. You get up and go to work every day, and you get taxes taken out your paycheck, and you pay taxes to the government so they can go give it to Ukraine. Okay, Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 the Democrats are fine. Let that sink in when you go to work. You going to work not for your family, not for not 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 not, not to put a roof over your head or food on your table. You going to work so they can pay fight about how much money that we have to give Ukraine. Ukraine. Let me tell you something, Mark. This is a joke, man. This is nothing but a coup, man. I told you a couple months ago that the African-Americans are leading the Democratic Party. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you again that the Trump support in the African-American community will be at least, I'm telling you, at least 25 to 30 percent, man. Uh, the Democratic Party know that they lost to the African-Americans. They know that they that they uh, my goal is to make them a party of illegal immigrants and and California and New York liberals. That's what the Democratic Party should be. That's what it should be going forward. We need to pound that in everybody's head. The Democratic Party is the party of illegal immigrants, and I'm sorry to say this, Mark, of white liberals. Okay, this is that. that this is the party. <laughs> that that that's your Democratic Party right there. James, that, that thinking. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're 100. If you look at it, that's exactly you're exactly right. And you have more and more African-Americans going toward Donald. You're right. You're right about the 30 percent. There's some places in this country where it's already uh, it's already 35 uh, percent African-American support for Donald. Look, the Baltimore thing. Let's be honest. Donald Trump called Baltimore a hellhole. 
He said it was it was I mean it was trashy, it was rat infested. You know, I mean he he talked about and what did they do? They turned it around and said he was a racist. You know what the citizens of Baltimore said? They said, It's true. Thank God somebody's finally pointing it out. And then you know what happened? The Democrats had to take action because all eyes of the world were on Baltimore and they started cleaning the place up. Why? Because Donald Trump finally pointed out what everyone else was trying to deny. That Elijah Cummings, God rest his soul. May he rest in peace while he was on this earth, ignored his own people, ignored the people that put him into office for like 100 years, ignored his own district, let it just decay into squalor. And it took Donald Trump to get the place cleaned up. You know, African-American voters, they're not stupid either. If somebody comes in and says, wow, your district is a real dump. There's drugs and crime and garbage and no police here. What's going on? They know. They know. And if somebody's going to come along and say, hey, you know what? Uh, you help us out, we'll vote for you. That's exactly what they're going to do. I mean, African-Americans, they like lower taxes, too. Everybody wants more money every month. doesn't matter what color you are. Everybody wants more money in their paycheck every single month, with the exception of Bernie Sanders, who uh, supposedly would give you everything he had. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. He's still got three houses and and really good and a really good Cadillac health insurance policy. But apparently he's all about giving you everything he has. 855-765-1045 is our number. Quick break. Couple more phone calls. We'll wrap it up here. Uh, it's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Remember to subscribe to the Mark K Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. <laughs> this is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855-765-1045. We have... Sorry, I'm reading the headline on uh, Fox News right now. California church displays nativity scene with Jesus, Mary, and Joseph in cages to protest family separations. You know, I almost I almost forgot that it was Christmas time. We should we should probably uh, we should probably celebrate a little. Went to get a tree. Got in my old Dodge Ram. Drove a block or three. Got stuck in a traffic jam. See 
CNN. Chris Cuomo's real pissed. Pretty sure that all these clowns are on the naughty list. Jangle bells, jangle bells, pour me some more booze. I need something strong to help forget all this fake news. Jangle bells, jangle bells, jangle all the way. Think I'll just pass out, please wake me up on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, y'all. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. A little ditty from Bluegrass Boy to celebrate the holidays. Real quick, we got time for one more call. Keith and Argyle. Hi, Keith. How are you? Thanks for calling the Marquee Show. Hey, man. Hey, what's going on? A couple quick things. Sure. First off, it seems like neither neither party could care less about the Caucasian vote. But I heard you say about Jesus, Mary, and Joseph being in a cage. Yeah. For an activity thing. I guess that individual that did that didn't realize what ended up happening to Jesus Christ. He would have been better off in a cage than having to have nails put in his hands and feet for me. Yeah, well, it's a California church, so, you know, I don't know how well-versed they are on the actual on the actual Bible. You know, you bring up a good point, is that is that is the, the Democrats don't go after uh, white voters. In fact, it's almost like they don't want white people to vote for them. And as we just had that one caller who said, hey, the, you know, he's a, he's a black voter. He's got a lot of African-American friends. They're all leaving the Democratic Party. He predicted 25% support, at least, minimum. Probably more for Donald Trump in the upcoming election, which is a nail in the coffin of the Democrats' chances at winning that you don't win the election without the support of African-Americans. Just tell Pete Buttigieg. He knows. He's already got a U-Haul booked for South, uh, South Bend because he knows he's not going to Washington, D.C. because black people don't support him. And Donald Trump, the best thing about Donald Trump and why he continues to win is because he doesn't go after Hispanic votes, white votes, black votes, female votes, illegal. He just goes after votes. He just says, how can I help everybody? And that's basically, uh, you know, why he's so far ahead in all the polls. Big rally tonight in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Tomorrow, whatever you want Wednesday. You can start leaving us open mic messages whenever you want. Download that mobile app, 104.5 WOKV in your app store. I'm Mark K. Traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.